0: As we're going forward, I think now we're kind of moving into more of the, the physical component. And you talked about having a trigger or a catalyst or an event or a something happened from a physical perspective. You, your muscles were under excess of stress. Basically, that excess of stress can create what's called a trigger point. If you could kind of just describe what a trigger point is and then the significance and the importance of addressing from a physical perspective the trigger point and maybe how that can prevent from getting this whole cascading event of going into different quadrants, and maybe you can catch it early. If if you just had a whiplash and you have back pain, don't wait 15 or 20 years to address this issue.
1: Yeah, it might only take six months to develop into a widespread pain syndrome. You're exactly right.
0: Well, that brings up a good point. Are you telling me you, you can have whiplash in January and fibromyalgia by June? Yes,
1: that's how ha- many cases of that wow People just had it mishandled. They had if we would have measured uh, different parameters beforehand, we'd have known that they were prone to this because they had high HSCRP and other things. I mean, they were prone to have it, but they had the insult and then they just went downhill. It wasn't properly cared for. They're given NSAIDs. I, that's scenario I've seen over and over again. Yeah, you can really take a sharp decline within six months to a year. And here's the whole point. We've been talking a lot about the metabolic dysfunction. Why? Because I think it's so important. But if you just correct everything and leave all those trigger points, you're not going to get anywhere. So let's take a look at that. Any acute or chronic recurrent physical stress such as an injury, we just talked about a whiplash, chemical stress, remember chemicals in our diet or nutritional deficiencies in our diet or air pollution, whatever. Emotional stress can lead to formation of taunt bands and muscle tissue. These are things that when you're a massage therapist, you've massaged people and you've felt those very taunt bands, but they're not painful. That's the precursor. They're generally painless, but they shorten the muscle and alter movement patterns. If the individual has these and then goes and gets a whiplash or bends over into the trunk and pulls groceries out, another physical stress factor, these taunt bands begin to form pain Causing trigger points which are alterations in the nervous system itself and the myofascial tissue, muscle tissue. These myofascial lesions are commonly called muscle knots by people. they are hyperoperable tissue and muscles and tendons that cause three things to happen. First they make the tissue painful and tender even causing referral pain. Second they shorten the tissue and third they weaken it and these three changes within the tissue, the muscle tissue, alter movement patterns therefore creating more physical stress which then can create more trigger points. And those trigger points alter stress more, causing more physical stress. And then there's the chemical stress going on with the diet and metabolic dysfunction. You can see this creates a vicious cycle. Now, some people are very genetically prone. They can fall off a building and walk away. And this is a hard thing I try to explain to people, that we're dancing with our genes all the time. So you just have to accept that maybe you're more prone to forming these myofascial trigger points for genetic, dietary, nutritional exposure factors that you've had than others. And if you do form these trigger points, you have to physically remove them.
0: Is that possible?
1: That is very possible, and if you have gone to the full length of fibromyalgia, now you've got even sensitization in the dermis skin, so it's really hard to work on. I, I have great sympathy. I've worked on many fibromyalgia patients. You have to go very slow and easy. They have to take it easy, but they can work through this much more readily themselves than having someone do it to them because then they're going to tighten up and bulk. But, so after addressing the metabolic dysfunction or as they're doing that, they want to start going after these trigger points. And there are three different types of trigger points. There's the active trigger points. And for people to understand, I'm sitting at a desk and they're working on the computer and they reach back and kind of grab... Have you ever done that, Stephen? You kind of reach back and grab your shoulder and massage that neck and you got these knots and and if you squeeze them, it's like, oh, that's a pain that shoots up my neck. That's an active trigger point. They're easy to find because they're already actively stimulating the pain. Then there's something called latent trigger points. Think of them as hidden. Let's say you have a trigger point in your shoulder, Stephen, and the infraspinatus, that's a muscle in your shoulder blade that's sending pain actively down your arm. There are probably... 20, 30 other associated trigger points and other muscles that are not actively hitting the conscious pain level. If you just remove that active one in your shoulder, you feel better for a while, but if you ignore the latent trigger points that are still firing into your spinal cord, but not enough to make conscious pain, it'll reprime the system and all of a sudden the pain comes back. And I just did a real shortcut to why people who've been through trigger point therapy and stuff find that maybe it failed them.